Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Why is it not called a milk shook when sorry made? Nobody shakes or nobody shooks the shake. Yeah. No, he's saying that you shake the shook. You don't shook the shake. You don't shook it. Yeah, you, that's what you do to clam. No, you shake shook it. And that, you, shook, you shook a clam. That's shucking. No, that's like when you say your shoulders. That's, that's, that's when you shuck a clam. That's when your shoulders go shook. up. <laughs> that's shrugging. Dave and Mahoney. A bunch of them got ill with diarrhea. There's an epidemic going on right now. Yeah, it's it's happening in Europe. I just hope this is not like the second coming of COVID or something like that, like another national outbreak. Can you imagine how much worse it would be than COVID if instead of wearing a mask, everyone's had to wear diapers because you're crapping yourself. (laughs) And you know there's going to be people who are like, I ain't wearing that diaper. No, man, I'm too I crap myself like a pure-blooded American. (laughs) (laughs) And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, so this is annoying. There's a plane that had to return to New York after a horse got loose on board. How did a horse get loose on a plane, Dave? So this wasn't like a normal passenger plane. Like, don't think that this is like a Delta flight going somewhere. This is a cargo plane departing from New York's JFK. It had to turn around uh, shortly after takeoff because a loose horse on board. So pilots of the Air Atlantic Icelandic plane informed JFK controllers that the horse had escaped its stall necessitating a return to the airport, which I don't know how many calls you get for that Mm -hmm. if you're an air traffic controller, but the pilots clarified uh, there was no flight-related issues, but emphasized... Uh, yeah, we need to we need to put the horse back in its stall because otherwise this is going to be bad for did everybody. The, did that horse have a parachute? Uh, the horse did not have a parachute. The horse did have a vet, though, that was called to check on the horse after the plane safely returned to the ground and turns out the horse just fine. Maybe he wanted, uh, maybe he identified as a horse fly. Oh, that's funny. That is real funny. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm real curious, though, because this flight was going to Belgium. Right. Why is somebody flying a horse from New York to Belgium? That is a that is an excellent Why? question. They Why, have what too, is, they have too much money. They, that's wh- that's the answer. But like, do rich people do that? Do rich people go? Okay, I'm I'm leaving time. New York and now I'm going back to Belgium. I'm going to transfer my horse all the time. But really? I think it's I mean it's where usually races. I don't know if there's any like racer trainers. Huh. Yeah, Belmont stakes, all kinds of stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there is a racer or a trainer maybe in Germany. If you are a horse racer, does that make you a racist? Probably. Okay. Some, uh, <laughs> so, some good- Guys, we cannot have those two jokes be back-to-back what? in the same, same... Horse fly racist? Come on, this is great. I- it's quality radio. This is why you tune in. I want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some good news today as well. This also has to do with flying. A 29-year-old Hawaii woman has been sentenced to three months in prison in order to pay restitution, causing a Phoenix to Honolulu flight to be diverted. On February 12th of 2022, this woman started freaking out, using profanities, threatening flight attendants and passengers on this American Airlines flight. It led to the flight being diverted back to Phoenix, causing all other flights to be rerouted as well. And when I say restitution... She's going to have to pay 38952 bucks to American Airlines for causing the flight diversion. Still not enough. Still not enough. Because if I'm a pastor heading to Hawaii and this lady's losing her ish, and I got to turn around and go back? I actually love this. We need more of this. She is placed on three years of probation, and during those three years of probation, after she's out of prison, she's not permitted to fly without court approval. I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah. I'm here for that. If you're going to melt down so badly that you're going to ruin all these poor people's Hawaii vacation, you should not be allowed to fly. Maybe she identified as a horse. 
top. <laughs> nay, Mahoney, nay. <laughs> I say nay. Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. So we've heard a lot of stories about the creepy doctors that, you know, impregnated 150 women with their sperm. And God the women complex. didn't know. Oh, and yeah, it's such Nightmare. a weird God complex. I have one that might be weirder. Than that? Yeah. I'm curious to hear, and I'm also scared to hear how something could be worse. Are you scared to hear, or are you interested, Mahoney? No, not at all. (laughs) Well, I mean, no, but Mahoney's got a God complex. I don't want to have 150 of me running around. (laughs) So this is much different than that, uh, but not really at the same time. So, again, I'll try to explain here. A physics professor who's 86 years old uh, revealed his burial plan, and it's going to cost like $12,500. He plans to send his DNA to the moon. And I'm sure this is tongue-in-cheek, or maybe it's not. He said that he hopes sending his DNA to the moon is going to result in aliens getting his DNA and creating an army of his clones that will eventually, of course, come and destroy the Earth, but it's going to be all him doing. This is a professor? A physics professor. My grandfather is a professor of physics, and he he would say this guy's old? No, he's 89. Okay. And he would say this young book is a dumb... (laughs) (laughs) So I guess there's a company out there that specializes in launching human remains into space. Like, how weird is this? These are the same people who are selling stars. Yeah. Uh, they include sending ashes to space and then returning them to Earth, sending them into orbit or launching them to the moon and even deep space. Which, launching your ashes to the moon, like, that can't be real, right? Because I feel like that would cost more than $12,500. Yeah. Right? There may be some time, at some point, someday, they'll get delivered there along with a bunch of other dopes who you've managed to weasel money out of. I don't like it. I don't like that this person's teaching kids. You don't like, I, see, again, I think if this guy is out here, you know, doing something that is a little bit different. You know, he's not impregnating people without telling them. Yeah, but he's he a just wants weirdo. an army of clones for of himself to come destroy the earth. Okay. So weird. Cool, so, bro. You guys so are haters. Weird. Let's just send this guy to the moon before he's dead. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, Miss Audrey, uh, you were mistaken. That was not me. When it's me, you'll know it's me. And heroes, superheroes. Uh, you think you're going to fix the world? How about the commercialization of Christmas and the fleecing of America for the last two months of the year? Talk to you later. Bye. Message deleted. Yeah, my man. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea what he said there in the middle about superheroes and the fleecing of America and commercialization of Christmas, but... You got it. That was uh, it. That I was agree. literally it. it Could was not just... agree more. <laughs> I agree, too. <laughs> like, whoa. Talk to you later. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye, man. Commercialism during November and December is damn near a religion. I've, but my kids, that's all they care about. Like, that. yes, it's commercialization, but I've got, and let me tell you this, as a parent, I've got two months out of the entire year where I can threaten my children with something other than taking away my love. Right. <laughs> that, like, that, that yeah. works. Like, Daddy's like, going to hey, run away. I've got Santa. <laughs> that's the other 10 months of the year. <laughs> right now, I'm like, I got Santa on speed dial. Mm. Don't even mess with me. Commercialization works great. How dare you come after the commercialization of Christmas? I, whenever we were doing our Are You Smarter Than a Community College dropout the other day, I am still just so blown away that Thanksgiving used to be in October. And we were just like, no, 
it's going to serve us better as an economy <laughs> for us to move it to November right before it's Christmas. It's too late in most parts of the, you know, I mean, in certain parts of the country to harvest in like November 25th. So it makes sense that like early October when they were actually harvesting. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's just weird because that just happened in 1941. Like, that was not that long ago. Yeah, it was FDR, right? Wasn't yes. That, yeah, he just decided <laughs> like he was going to move it. It because, wasn't that long ago. Yeah. We change uh, we change when Thanksgiving is, and then we get into World War II. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think that's why? So if we, we can't move People it again, otherwise out. World yeah. War Three. World War Three is yeah. going to start, you're right. I saw somebody complaining the other day on social media that, you know, Thanksgiving does not get the love that it, it deserves because it people go straight from Halloween into Christmas, but there's no, like, good Thanksgiving decorations. If it's thanks, fall. Thanksgiving, it's if you want to get the respect that you think that you deserve, you best be working on that Thanksgiving bod. Yeah. Like, you literally what? put out a gourd and a squash as decorations. Exactly. You know you, 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 a cornucopia you is got, the name. You've got get it nothing right. appealing. Don't give me this yeah. cornucopia. The only hot cornucopia was Anna. That's fair. Ah, yeah. And that was a good, that was a good streamlined <laughs> thought. I like yeah, that. Okay. Please leave a message after the tone. For the first time, I went to a true barber in years. I have a long beard. I keep it really nice and all that kind of stuff. And I had to get it trimmed a little bit. And I go in there, and they look at me, and they go, what the hell have you done to your beard? And I I didn't know what was going on. I had, like, two split ends, and they were so insulted by that that I've just decided I'm never going back to that kind of barber ever again. So it happens. Message deleted. Is that like a normal thing that you've stumbled across, Mahoney, where like barbers are just brutally honest with you then and maybe a little bit too much so? I'm you know what? Like I I've I've been go I went to a hairstylist for, you know, the vast majority of my life. Mm-hmm. My my old roommate was a hairstylist, and then we found our friend Natalie, who was great as well. And uh, I'll, I'll say this, they both made me feel great every time I was there. I go to a barber like three times every time. It's They're because like trash. dudes, I feel like, think they can talk to you like dudes. You know it's what? It's literally no. called barbershop I want a good-looking woman telling me that I'm good-looking or that, like, I look great that day. And she's, you know, like, that's yes, much better than, like, you look like crap. fat and hungover, and you tell me I look fantastic. Yep. With just a, just a little bit of help from you, I'm going to look as best as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, hairstylists are the best. I'm a woman. Listen, I go there for three and a half hours on minimum whenever I go, so I just be talking. But I would never, I would never in my, I don't know, I don't know what you would assume you wouldn't be getting from a barber when you go to a barber shop, though. You like spill I, all the tea to your uh, to your hairstylist? I mean, it depends. Not Have the first time. Have you ever talked to your hairstylist about us? Uh-oh. To Natalie, who we all uh-huh. three know. Uh, and what do you say? Uh-huh. Was it good? Say anything good or was it bad? I think the last time we mm-hmm. talked was whenever we said that you didn't know how to give a proper high five, Dave. I excuse me. When we were what? doing that video for the DAP, and we both okay, laughed really hard that, that you didn't know how to do that. That's not a high five. And we, a we, DAP is not a high five. And also, we man, called you old. You're in your thirties. <laughs> we don't need to be dapping it up. All right. I don't know how to do that either. So. Get out of here. It was for the video. Don't make yourself now. Don't you do that because the video was pretty cool once you realized what you were supposed to be doing. <laughs> What's something or someone you'd want to live forever if you could? Like, I think Keanu Reeves should live forever. He's truly breathtaking. No human should live forever. There's only one answer to this question, and it's dogs. Dogs, good dogs, should live forever. That's it. But you know what? I I don't think we'd want that. Because we would feel so guilty when we were dying that we were leaving our dog. 
They would find oh, yeah, it. They, they would just do what we do and get another human. No, people would just start killing the dogs. No, they, they're immortal. So even when you kill them, you can't, you kill. can't kill them. They're can't immortal. Kill. Yeah, they're angels. That's horrible. Like golden retrievers, especially live forever. Yeah, but if that happened, then I'd have like fifty dogs. The only reason I have two dogs is because my last dog died. And I felt bad and lonely, and I went and adopted two but more. But your dog would never die then, so you would have- That's what I'm all- saying. I wouldn't have had the other, uh, you know. So depressing. Yeah. This is the worst call ever. <laughs> well, we made it the worst call ever. She was just saying, keep Keanu Reeves alive, which I'm on board with. Nah, kill him too. This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. We're going to start today's Redneck Report, Mahoney, with a story that just kind of writes itself when it comes to the headlines. A young man by the name of Timothy Allen Hogue (laughs) and Rebecca Cosbub were both arrested in Polk County, Florida, after being suspected in a series of car burglaries. Okay. So the suspects were spotted attempting to break into cars in a residential neighborhood about 3.30 a.m. They attempted to do a traffic stop on a 2006 Cadillac CTS. But the Cadillac fled into the neighborhood and crashed into a parked car. Um, When he was confronted about the burglaries, he uh, admitted that he, quote, just freaked out. Now, the the whole thing with the these sort of right themselves, you know, the fact that he stole this car, didn't know how to control it and crashed into another vehicle. uh, He had a um, a neck tattoo that says all gas, no brakes. Ah, yeah. Also, who steals a 2006 CTS. I mean, just the idea of like somebody stealing your car. Like, what? What are we doing here, man? Like, what? What, what can you really get for this used? Just steal the catalytic converter, right? Just do it the old Le- school way. Yeah, man. yeah. So I don't know if this is when the fun has stopped. You know, Mahoney, you and I are avid gamblers, and any time that you had go to a ATM in a casino, they always have those little pamphlets with a little sunset on when it. When the fun stops, when the fun stops, all you have to do is grab this. Pamphlet. They have this for real. Oh yeah, the fun it can't stop if every, it doesn't start. I think it's a regulation thing. They have to have yeah. those pamphlets on every ATM at every casino. Wow. So next time you go, I'll just look. notice that there's a little. It's got a sunset on it. So wow. When the fun stops, but I mean, I haven't uh, hit that point yet. With the, uh, with the gambling, the fun is continuing for me, so uh-huh. uh, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. Uh, this might be the point where the fun would stop for me. A man was shot during an argument while gambling in the Orlando area, and it was about 10 p.m., got into an argument with somebody while gambling, shot in the leg, okay. and drove himself to the hospital. Do you think you could drive yourself to the hospital being shot in the leg? I mean, nobody wants to pay them ambulance fees. I was just going to say, Mahoney, I will be driving myself. Not, but I mean, you might be able to get some sort of a lawsuit happening if you take the ambulance from the casino all the way to the hospital. I don't think this was at a casino. This I'd feels be, like I, a game of dice. Yeah, like this, this is like in an alley, alley or somebody's oh. house or something. Then, yeah, yeah man, yeah. that's embarrassing. If you <laughs> shot yourself by accident, yeah, no, he, he, shot got himself, he, he got shot. Either way, he got shot, and when he got to the hospital after driving himself there, they said he was uncooperative after that. So I'm, I'm guessing this wasn't an above board gambling uh-huh. operation. And finally, there is a young man. And when I say young man, he's 24 years old. Feels like a little bit young to be trying to pull all this off. I was sentenced to 35 years in prison for multiple crimes. And you're like, what did you do to get 35 years in prison? That's almost a life sentence. So during the pandemic, we knew about all these you know, scams that were going on where people were like saying that they owned businesses that they didn't and trying to get all this PPP money and uh-huh. everything else. Mm. Uh, this guy... 
I guess, did that for multiple businesses to the tune of $10 million. Wow. He also uh, had gotten in trouble for some of that and uh, created a fake pardon from then-President Donald Trump, claiming that he had been let off from all of his obligations for committing these crimes. Do they crimes. just let you straight out of prison if you have a get out of, if you've got a pardon from Trump? Yeah, you just hold up, the, it's, it's actually a little get out of jail free card. It's written on a Monopoly it card, is. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they all came. It's a collector's edition. He also tried to seize two of Jeffrey Epstein's former mansions through a fake religious organization in 2020. I'm not even mad at that. So this guy, I mean, like, he has been at it. While in jail, he orchestrated a murder-for-hire plot against two of the victims of the deep fraud that he was trying to steal all this money from. And I mean, he's 24. He's 24 years old. Somehow, 35 years doesn't seem long enough for all this. Right, like, what a con man in your early 20s. Like, I was just trying to get laid. Yeah, man. I mean, I guess he was, too, you know, when he embezzled, like, $10 million. Still didn't work. Yep. This is David Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on David Mahoney. Gary is joining us today for a round of the movie quote quiz. Gary, are you a movie buff? And if so, what is your favorite genre of film? Uh, you know what? I consider myself a movie buff, and I'm a big fan of comedies, and I like westerns as well. Okay, so Hell this yeah. is the 80s comedy edition, so this should play pretty well to your strengths, I think. You got a lifeline or two if you need it. You can tag Mahoney and Audrey in a single time uh, as we go throughout this game, but let the full clip play out before you make your guess. Each one of these, you know, 15, 20, maybe 30 seconds at most. Here's the first one. Good luck. May I help you? You can sure as hell try. Hi, I'm Abe Froman. Party of three for 12. Is there a problem? You're Abe Froman. That's right. I'm Abe Froman, the sausage king of Chicago. Yeah, that's me. Listen, young man, entre nous, I'm very busy here. Why don't you take the kids and go back to the clubhouse? Are you suggesting that I'm not who I say I am? I'm suggesting that you leave before I have to get snooty. Snooty? Snotty. Next year is going to be 40 years for that film. Takes wow. us back to 1984. Gary, do you know it? That's the year I graduated high school, so you would think I would know it, and I did not recognize that movie clip at all. What's funny is that that, that film, Audrey's got her thumbs up, she can help you out, uh, has to do with some schooling. Audrey, go ahead. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The only thing that got me correct. there was the Chicago bit. The Chicago sausage, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, Audrey is burnt as a lifeline, but no worries. That's a full point for you. Here we go on to number two. This one, 1988. Buckle up, son. It's the real world out here. Uh, Anderson, I want you to take a long, hard look at this cup of coffee. Now, I love my coffee. It's probably the one thing I truly do cherish on this godforsaken mud ball called Earth. Now, that coffee is hot, filled right to the brim. If it spilled on me, it probably burned me, huh? Speak up, son. Yeah, yeah. Nobody likes to get burned, do they? No. So it's real simple. You burn me, you fail. All right. What? I would have no idea on that one, so don't feel bad if you don't know it. Mahoney's got a look on his face like maybe, but it doesn't know. Mm -hmm. Okay, Gary, you might be on your own here. Any guesses? Well, if Mahoney doesn't know it, I don't recognize it either. I, I, <laughs> I thought for a second maybe I heard Steve Martin. I don't know if that's right or not. but uh, Maybe just no, throw don't. that out there. I mean, that, you know. Yeah. Do you know what, like, think about a famous 80s Steve Martin movie? Or just don't. Yeah, that's right. Is it not is it Breakfast Club? No. Was it not The Jerk? That's Licensed to Drive with, oh, the, Corys. with the Corys. The Corys. Corey Haynes, Corey Feldman, and Heather Graham was also in that, believe it or not. Wow. I, 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 had a, I had a friend who had that poster, that Lamborghini. 
Oh, yeah. It was the two Corys and then Heather Graham sitting on the Lamborghini. Uh -huh. yeah. I was like, that's cool as hell, man. That's All cool right, as here hell. we go. This one also. And then we met Corey Feldman, and he made us buy his stupid song. And he was not cool as hell. He was not. <laughs> he was not. <laughs> he was not. <laughs> here we go on to number three. This one also a throwback to 1984. What's your name, cadet? Thompson, sir. You live around here? No, sir. What's your telephone number, Thompson? Come on, uh, eyes front telephone number. 555-2467, sir. Okay. See the thighs. Come on, come on. I haven't got all day the thighs. What in the hell are you doing? Meeting women, sir. Something that could not be made today. That <laughs> gave wow. me the creeps. <laughs> what movie was that? Gary? Dear Lord, I'm, I'm failing miserably. Was that? Did that have Goldie Hawn in it? Mm, no. No? No, I, I again. I don't. I, I'm I'm doing horrible here. I have no idea what that movie was. Mahoney, can you help him out? Is that after? I believe that's after my alma mater, the old Gutenberg. Mm -hmm. That is Police Academy. That is right. Numero uno. Yes. There I were... did not cancel that movie. What was that? What <laughs> was that? <laughs> what was that? You've never seen that? Police Academy. That gave no. Steve sir. Gutenberg plays Thighs. Officer Mahoney. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So... My cousin from another mother. We're not doing great here, Gary. Uh, the uh, the life two out of three. Yeah, but the lifelines are burned. He's got zero out of three. These were tough like movies. <laughs> These were tough movies. Okay, here we go. Nineteen eighty-eight for this one. Uh, what's the old ninety-sixer? Oh, that's our world-famous Paul Bunyan's Blue Ox Steak. It is a ninety-six ounce prime aged beef steak. And if you or any member of your party orders the old ninety-sixer, it finishes. Everybody eats for free. Ah. <laughs> that's bad, huh? Want to go for it, girls? <laughs> How about you, Chet? People seem to like that. Yeah. I'll try it. Okay, great. Yeah, there you go. Good. Uh, seriously, though, has anybody ever eaten one? Oh, oh, no. No, not in my lifetime, no. All right, that's the end there. Gary, anything at all? So I know the movie. It's mm. John Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Is it The Great Outdoors? Yes. Yes. Dude, pulled it together, brother. When they shot that bear in the ass yeah. of that movie. <laughs> That was one of the greatest moments of my childhood ever. Okay, seen it right here, these. Gary, for the win. You get it right here if you can nail this one. Good luck. How about a nice cool drink? Varmints, scum, slime, menace to the golfing industry. You're a disgrace and your varmints. You're one of the lowest members of the food chain and you'll probably be replaced by the rat. Well, I have been pushed. I think it's about time that somebody teach these varmints a little lesson about morality and about what it's like to be a decent, upstanding member of a society. Takes us all the way back to 1980 on that one. Again, Gary, for the win, do you know it? I do know it. Ten bucks says he picks his nose. Fifteen bucks says he eats it. It's Caddyshack. Yes, sir. Are both Murray brothers in that movie? Brian Doyle Murray? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, he's the, uh... Yeah. He's, he's, one of, he's one of the guys in the shack. No way. Yeah. I've never seen that movie either. This is David Mahoney. Do you guys believe this study that cat people are more intelligent than dog people? I certainly do not believe that. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like there it's is such a, a generalization, man. Like, nah. I just I feel like that that might be true, but I'd, I'd prefer to be dumb and happy. I mean, I feel like cats are smarter than dogs for sure. I mean, but I don't but, think I think people come in all shades of stupid and not stupid. I just don't want to be in a constant battle knowing that. This thing that is living in my house that I'm providing for is continuously trying to murder me. Sure. I mean, I mean, hey, if you're a cat person, you do you, but I'm a dog person. 
I love dogs. I, I want to, you know, I, I I would if I had a cat, I would want a cat that acts like a dog. You see him stammering all over the place. He's sitting here talking about how he's a dog person, but he refuses to get a dog, even I though know. you're kind of at the perfect point in your life to be able to get a dog. Yeah, you are pretty you know, perfect. I'm not at a perfect point in my life to have a dog. If I'm, like, trying to have a kid, I'm not going to buy a dog before a kid. But why would you not do that? Yeah. Because then the dog is going, if you have a kid, then the dog is going to feel left out when you get a kid. No, the if dog you have a kid, kind no. of, who told you that? What are you talking about? The dog will have a companion. The dog will love that child. Are you like just going to forget no, about no. the dog's existence? Yes. Yes, you will. That is the most silly thing. I've seen thing. so many people neglect their dogs after they have a baby. No, you have That's not. That's not real life. I do it all the time. I see it all the time. Name That's one. just not real life. You. <laughs> I don't have a dog. You did. Now it's dead because okay. you neglected her. That is a very hurtful thing to say. She was 6,000 years old. She got ham she every was, morning. She, every morning I fed that old girl ham. Uh-huh. She always missed it. I threw uh-huh. it to her every day in slow motion, and every damn uh-huh. day she dropped it. But she I tried. just think it's I think I think it's uh real uh, convenient. I can't believe you just said that to me. Mm-hmm. I I gave that dog her the, her golden ears were wonderful. I gave her everything that she wanted. I was walking her to the point where I I would take her out for a walk, and she wouldn't even want to walk anymore because she's so fat. I'd be carrying her down the street. That's so sweet. No, Blue sweet was like that too. And what was amazing about Bailey though is she had the world's worst breath. So when you're carrying her like a child down the street, she's just oh my god, hot, awful breath. But you know what? I did it because I love her, Mahoney. Mm-hmm. How dare you? I didn't say you didn't love her, but you loved her less after you had a baby. That's not true. That's true. That's not true. That's not- <laughs> Dave and Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. The most valuable thing I own. Well, for me, it's my grandfather's watch. I mean, you know, time is precious. You know, message deleted. Do people still have family heirlooms like that you that you keep? Because I think t- about things that are if, like if my house is on fire, like what am I going to actually run and get? And the answer is probably like, I don't know, my computer and a photo album. That's about it. You got to digitalize oh, yeah. all them photos, man. F- photos is something I think about. We've talked about this before, and you guys gave me crap for uh, thinking that family heirlooms, whenever it comes to like furniture and things like that, are old. Like people don't do that anymore. They don't. Do you have any things that you plan on passing down to generations to come? So this is kind of silly, but my dad has all of the claymation uh, stuffed animals for like uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Abominable Snowman and things like that. And it's one, awesome. of my, it's one of my favorite things that whenever I was a kid, when I would go to his house and visit, yeah. and I I actually asked him for them. I was like, can I please have them? They, they mean a lot. No, no. I just meant like in general. Oh, okay. I was like, may I please have them? Because he hasn't had them out for the last like couple years. And I, I, that to me is something that I would hope to pass down because it meant something That's an interesting from my point. dad to, you know, I mean, as a stuffed animal, it's not necessarily like an armoire, but you know, no, like, I, little I, things like that that hold value. I think that's maybe where family heirlooms went off the rails is like when beanie babies became the thing to collect. Right. Yeah. It was no longer, you know, you had this ancient piece of art that may be worth $4 that somebody got from a garage sale, or it could be uh, Monet. Yeah. <laughs> right, you don't know. You don't know. It could be worth $7 million. My dad passed at the beginning of the year, and, you know, he the one thing he, like, wanted me to have forever was he has, a like, an insane record collection, you know, going back to when he was, uh, you know, a teenager, 
and, you know, all the stuff from the 70s. But that's super cool. You guys share a love for yeah. music, and, yeah, that's that's a really cool gift. Like, that's the only thing that I really wanted. But like, that that's, is technically kind of, would you not? That that's is, an heirloom. That, that's, that's kind of an heirloom. I feel like an heirloom and, has to have a couple of generations for to get, like, heirloom status. I, th- yeah, I can see point. that, but it c- has to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So as long as, I think that jewelry is a really popular jewelry. one, like uh-huh. diamonds stay in families for a really long time usually. Yeah. But I think what they do now, though, is that a lot of times you like, I know my mom had some of her mom's jewelry and made it into like, it was rings and stuff and ended up making it into like a pendant, which I think is sure. is, is nice, yeah. you know? Because if it's not necessarily your style and if it's just going to sit in a box forever, like, I don't think it does any good there. But if you end up making it something that you can see all the time, then that's, uh, you know, I I feel like that's a better use of it. My fiance's aunt has a family heirloom grandfather clock. And I think that is the coolest thing. I, I mean, it's gorgeous. It is stunning. And she is so upset that her sons want nothing to do with it. But they're kind of annoying. You know? You think? At like yeah. midnight, it's like, you're like, man, I'm sleeping over here. Yeah, when my grandfather passed. It would lull passed, me to sleep. Uh, I'm the youngest of the family, so like it started with the oldest cousin. There was a really nice grandfather clock, and he took that. That was the only thing I wanted. By the time it got to me, literally everything had been wiped out, and the only thing I took was actually my grandparents' wedding rings, their wedding bands. Oh, See, that's, that's nice, so though. Yeah. Easy jewelry, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you lose them? I have no You pawned them? No, you lost them. I lost them. The heirloom has been lost. That's Dude, way worse I, than pawning them. That's why you didn't get the clock. <laughs> you, do you, <laughs> to I be pa- fair, I probably would have pawned that clock. That thing was heavy. <laughs> yeah, losing a clock, much harder than losing rings. Yeah. For sure. Leave a message after the Listening to you and Audrey is talking about possibly switching her nail guy. Because he commented on how she looks unhealthy by looking at her nails. Fun fact, uh, as nail techs, when we go through school, we do learn a lot about diseases and, and, you know, not just of the nails, but how you can tell through looking at someone's nails if they might possibly have another type of underlying medical condition, you know, that has nothing to do with your nails at all. So, you know, he could have been genuinely concerned for you. I don't think it came from a place of, you know, maliciousness. But uh, I can definitely feel where you would get the uh, offense from that. So, anyway, it's just a fun fact I thought I'd share with you guys. Have a good one. Keep on keeping on. Message deleted. I did just web MD it, and it turns out that it is, uh, it's, it's cancer. Just like everything. Your fingernails. Fingernail cancer. Can't, can't, fingernail cancer. Did you want to start my cause right now? Please, everybody donate to fingernailcancer.org. <laughs> did, did he ask you if you were handling a lot of mustard? Is mustard. That, excuse me? No, he didn't. What, what kind of person? With this? Who asked that kind of question? That is way too personal. My wife got asked that by her tech, what? like if she was handling a lot of mustard recently. And, you know, my wife does not handle mustard ever. <laughs> So, because who does? Or maybe like was it like where her nails tinged uh, like a yellow? Maybe from kimchi. Honestly, I don't know. I, I because she eats a lot of kimchi. You yeah. said. What do you What do you think the odds are of getting a yes on that question? Like, have yeah. you been handling a lot of mustard recently? Maybe she's a big sandwich girl. As a matter of fact, I have. <laughs> I like to eat a lot of very messy sandwiches. <laughs> But all I, yeah. I mean, that is such a actually. Dave come Easter I don't know why time, I thought that was so ham normal. and mustard. I could see that. Yeah, I, I do that. Mustard man. all over my That's food. so interesting. Yeah, I couldn't remember if that was you or her, but it was. That was her. What? I hope this message finds you well. I'm writing to bring the attention of the matter of great significance. 
the theft of crucial components from the time machine. These parts are not only irreplaceable, but also essential for the proper function of the time machine. I urge whoever's in possession of these stolen components to reconsider their actions and return them promptly. The time machine serves not only as a personal interest, but also plays a vital role in maintaining the fabric of time itself. The consequences of its malfunction could be far-reaching. I hope you understand the potential repercussions. Your cooperation in returning the stolen time machine parts would be greatly appreciated. If you have any no, information or wish to facilitate the return, please contact me. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, General James Wayback. Dave, I also feel oh outrageous that this happened. How do you feel? Next okay. I don't want to make fun of him because I know he wrote that down. Much like every... <laughs> what was it, though? <laughs> that was giving it away? Don't doubt this guy, man. He really might be from no. the future, man. Just like is. every movie that involves time travel, I, I am instantly bored when they start trying to explain it. Right? In like, I'm like, I do not care. Whatever, man. If things are going to change, they change. I'm not going to know. You're the only one who... Like, time travel is not everybody else's problem. That's your problem because you're the only one who knows. True. And no one believes you. Yep. You got a good point, Ever, man. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Being a dad of four little kids, there's not a lot of stuff that surprises me anymore because they're always doing dumb stuff all of the time. <laughs> but yesterday, my three-year-old son unlocked a new feature, which is super great. So, I mean, he did escape the house many times mm-hmm. uh, since you've uh, moved. Yep. Uh, he has flushed your uh, middle daughter's glasses down the toilet. Just last week. Yeah, that was yeah, still that was somehow cool. is finding ways to surprise you. Yeah, so yesterday I had a little bit of extra time, so I decided I was going to take a little afternoon nap, you know, because that's nice to be able to do. And my son, when he comes into the room while I'm taking an afternoon nap, which has happened before, he tends to be pretty respectful. Like, he'll just like, come over and be like, Hi, Daddy. You know, just wants to, but he's quiet about it. You know, he's not just the type that's going to quietly wakes you up. He quietly wakes me up, and so he's sort of—I could tell he was in the room, and I was like doing that thing where if you're taking a nap, you're not really in that deep of a sleep, but you're trying to pretend like you are Mm -hmm. because, like, I just don't want to fully wake up right now because if I do, I'm not going back to sleep. Right. And I could tell that he was kind of messing around. He was in the room, Uh, but I dozed back off, and he left for whatever reason. I don't know. My wife found him and took him out of there. Either way, I wake up and. Maybe 45 minutes later, I realized what he had done. What? What? Because I could tell he was kind of messing with my leg a little bit because my leg was out from underneath the covers. Ew, and he was messing why? with my leg. I could just tell he was like touching part Yo, of my you. leg. Ew to you. Why was your leg half out of the, do you just. What do you mean? Were you all willy nilly just sleeping no, with Audrey, your legs out you gotta for have the boogeyman le- to come no, get you? You got to have a leg out of the covers yeah. at all times. And the boogeyman ain't coming for these legs, sis. Dude, you. <laughs> You don't sleep with a leg out when you have covers. I'm full burritoed. Like I am, I am 100 percent wrapped about? like a little, like a little teensy weensy caterpillar. You're a little pig in a, bank, in a blanket. Yeah. I am. Oh. Yeah, that's me. Does it just turn into a sweat lodge? <laughs> no, it's my sick. house is maybe 50 degrees. That's like, what makes it so great to pop that leg out and enjoy the cool air. It's, it's, uh, the, it's like the yeah. uh, what are those those snorkels on SUVs. So, like, to yeah. get the air intake to That's cool right. it down? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you just regulate your body temperature better? How dare you shame me? This is a totally normal thing to pop a leg out. Okay. Says the, Anyways, says the person in a giant sweater in the studio it's today. It's freezing it's in here. It's 73 degrees in it here. Is it is so not, cold. Like, I am not. actually it freezing. The, it is the same temperature it is every day. So <laughs> it is it not. Is it's colder today. It's not. What was he doing? So, again, like, I, you know, fell back asleep for maybe... 30, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. I don't know, I wake up. 
And that's when I looked down at my leg and I realized, oh, he was messing with my leg. I guess he had gotten into the Band-Aids because <laughs> he had decided that he needed a Band-Aid. And I don't know if all little kids do this or if it's just my little kids, but they will decide that they need a Band-Aid even if they're not cut. Yeah, because okay. it's cute. It's like a sticker. Kind of cute. Uh, these were not even the cute Band-Aids. Like, he hadn't gotten into the dinosaur Band-Aids. These mm. were just the normal, you know, like the kind of the grainy ones that are almost like medical grade. Are yeah. you not buying Band-Aid brand Band-Aids? No, they are Band-Aid brand, but Band-Aids vary a lot. They're supposed to breathe, be more breathable. And I they think, are. I think the ones that you- kind of cloth you know? That's for breathable, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he had, not so, so strategically placed, about a half dozen Band-Aids directly into my leg hair. Ooh. <laughs> And so I wake up from this nap, and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> 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 See, that's why you need to put your legs in the covers. You know what? Maybe you have a point. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. We are talking about drama on Thanksgiving, and I feel like, Jim, you are going to lead us off here with a doozy. What happened to you? Basically, my girlfriend decided to break up with me at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, like, dinner. At the table? Yes. In front of table. friends and family? In front of the whole everybody. What happened? Why? What was this, did you uh, do something that made her go, all right, that's the last straw? Or was she just like planning this and just as malicious as she could be? Her mother looked at me and said, um, it's totally not your fault, Jim. It's totally not your fault. Wait she, a second. So it, this was in front of her family as well as your family? Yikes. Wow. Yeah. Rita joining us this morning with a little bit of Thanksgiving drama as well. What happened to you, Rita? Well, my dad, he always thought uh, that the turkey's butt was the delicacy. And my mother had the big uh, turkey dinner and grandkids. Everybody was, the house was full. Mm -hmm. And my father was sitting there and all of a sudden he made sure he said, honey, did you save? She said, yes, I saved the turkey's butt for you. <laughs> <laughs> Grace and everything, and we're starting to eat. And all of a sudden, my father puts both hands on his throat and runs, runs to the bathroom. And all all of us, grandkids, you know, daughter, son, uh, my brother-in-law, who was who was uh, trained in the uh, you know Heimlich maneuver because he's being a vet. Uh-huh. You know, he's my father standing in front of the mirror, and he's going to do the Heimlich. And then all of a sudden, he goes, he coughs, and it comes up. We all sat back down, and we, you know, thank you, God, and and uh, and and we were all laughing that the turkey got even with my father. That's oh hilarious. my goodness! <laughs> turkey one, dad zero. <laughs> did, he fa- did, go- he, did he choke on? That turkey butt on the ch- choked on the turkey's ass, Mahoney. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know we're progressive now in 2023. <laughs> oh boy, Yo, you eat turkey butt. <laughs> I'm more of a leg guy myself. Uh, Facebook.com/slash Dave Mahoney. Pam, our friend Pam said, I accidentally set my nana on fire one time because I was trying to impress my boyfriend's family with my Martha Stewart-inspired table tea lights. Nana lived, thankfully. Talk about high drama here. Sarah also on Facebook said when my nephew got hit by a car, luckily he ended up being okay, he ran out into the street to greet my mom as she had pulled up. The girl that hit him was only 15 and was not supposed to be driving. He got knocked out, all scraped up. It was the most traumatic thing I've ever seen. I always use him as an example to my kids of why it's so important to look both ways before going into the street. That is very true. Do you eat the turkey 
still? Yeah. I, I mean, not like with, if he's not like, not he's not he, dead. Not while he's still passed out. Like, you have to wait until he comes to. And Do you then just you hold the turkey it? leg yeah. under his nose? <laughs> Try to wake him up with a scent? Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Boy, there is some... Would you guys, what would you do in this situation? So, um, Sheila Ann said, my sister's dog licked my uncle's plate of food when he got up to get something. My sister looked at me and said, don't say anything because he won't eat it. And she doesn't like to waste food. Happy Thanksgiving. Would you tell the uncle? No. I mean, is he is he the funkle? Because obviously question. he doesn't sound like the funkle if he's not willing to eat turkey after a dog's licked it. I and mean, I'm really, my, my dog licks my face. So, yeah. I really don't care. Well, your dog's cute. Yeah, she is cute. You got a cute dog. She's 10 out of 10. But that's your dog. If it's somebody else's dog, I feel like that's much different. Is it, though? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. know. It feels like it might be, to some people at least. Uh, Mad Mike is joining us this morning. What happened to you, Mike? Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing excellent, man. So this was some Thanksgiving chaos on your end? Well, I mean, it wasn't horrible. You know, we had a lot of people... I've always cooked a lot of food, and, and uh, so this year I bought a 26-pound turkey. Whoa. Big boy. <laughs> it's, the largest, it's the largest one I've ever bought. I didn't cook it any differently than I do any other Thanksgiving, and we put everything on the table, and we all sat down, said grace, and everybody put turkey on their plate, and... We all kind of took a bite at the same time. And basically at the same time, we took all the turkey out of our mouths and we kind of looked at each other and went, tastes like right? (laughs) It was was the worst turkey I have ever had in my life. Mike, I tell you what, man, I I, I deep fried a turkey one time and it was fantastic. This was a few years ago. We had borrowed a deep fryer for somebody. I'd never done it before. Ended up being like the perfect turkey. And then the following year, they decided I was going to be the guy in charge of the turkey because you did such, did a, such a great job. job. But we were traveling. We were in Seattle at the time. We were visiting the wife's family. And her brother also had a deep fryer, but it was a infrared light deep fryer. Hmm. Like a tanning bed for basically, turkey? Basically, yeah. And <laughs> turkey tanning bed. I'm doing, I'm like, you know. It's, it's Thanksgiving, so, you know, everyone's had a few drinks, but I'm holding it together, trying to get everything right, you know, using the little thermometer uh-huh. to test the temperature, interior of the turkey, the whole bit. We get that thing out. Half the thing is raw. It's terrible. The entire thing, total trash. Yeah, there is so much. I mean, how many how many Thanksgivings do you think you've cooked for the fam, or you were in charge of of the turkey? Yeah, maybe a half dozen total. Like I'm not that experienced. With I'm that. at like five, yeah. four or five for my 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 family as well. And there, it's just so damn stressful. It is because there's. You have to have a dually oven, I feel like, in modern times. Mm-hmm. It makes it so much easier, and not very many people have duallys. Like, if you do, you rich, rich. Um, <laughs> because you're trying you're to, like, large. you're trying to plate everything and try and get all of your sides cooked well along with the turkey that is, you're right, Mahoney, the most stressful well, part of the entire thing, and it all kind of comes out cold. And it gets dry. It gets yeah. so yes. damn dry. Like, so we've stopped There's doing... a fine line between, like, like raw and dry. Like, I was giving myself <laughs> so ulcers because, you know, it's like the all the pressure's on, I'm in charge of this, you know. And, and it's if, not even just cooking it. Now you have to carve it. Yeah. You know, and that's additional pressure because now everyone's watching. So I've we've just switched to going to get uh, smoked turkeys. 
smoked turkeys and a thing of ham, and that's what we do now. Like, Loves and, and, and it is pretty good move. It is just that is takes all the stress out of it, makes it idiot proof. You put the turkey in, you wait till the turkey gets to a hundred and like. 60 degrees or whatever it is, and then it's perfect every time. Speaking of turkey, Susie, Facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, years ago at my brother's house, the turkey was sitting on the island after dinner while everyone was hanging out in the living room. My, my daughter and I walked in the kitchen to get a drink, and the cat had its head inside of the turkey. <laughs> oh, see, that's when you can't. That cat's a you freak, man. That cat is that. a freak. You can't present that. That whole head was inside the turkey. She said, before we left, my sister-in-law asked us if she could cut us some turkey to take home with us. I politely decline and said, I already have turkey at home to cook, even though I didn't. Is that Never cons- told anyone what I saw because it grossed me out. Is that considered a cat ucking? <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Sky dropping one for us here in the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, about Thanksgiving drama. Said my dad would defrost the turkey by letting it soak in the bathtub overnight. Oh, no no Nobody could shower until it was cooking. No <laughs> way. No. Uh, I mean, man. obviously it was probably still in its sheath. Like, uh, the the casing. Like, there's yeah. no way that they were just it's a raw, raw dog. Turkey. <laughs> no I don't way. Know, I don't no know. way. He's there in was... there showering. Oh. It's a shower of sadness. Gosh. Oh. You guys, your family is probably built for tough because you are just eating chemicals, like bath soap chemicals, if they were not in its sheath. Also, from our Twitch chat, so Dave. foul. Uh, Jen said, my ex-husband had a whole spreadsheet for the oven one year on Thanksgiving, but he ended up getting so drunk that no one ate until 8 p.m. anyway. 8 p.m.? Dude, if you if you take the time to make a spreadsheet for your oven and how you're going to cook this and turkey. And then you get hammered. <laughs> just get one of those remote thermometers, man. I've had one of those for like the 15 years. The Bluetooth ones years. are sick. I don't yeah. have the Bluetooth ones. Dude, Mahoney, you need to step up. I got the wired ones, and it uh, just like, great, it yeah. beeps. When it's uh, the temperature. See, I'm surprised you haven't got one of the Bluetooth ones because it just connects to your phone and all you got to do is just look at it on your phone and then you can just put it back down. Carmen joining us this morning with some cooking tips for turkeys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you got for us? If you want to cook it slow and easy and not worry about it, stick it in the oven about 11 o'clock at night at 220 degrees and by 11 o'clock or noon the next morning, it's perfect. Literally, the legs were falling off. Wow. wow. So that actually works, huh? It's like, okay, this is done. <laughs> no kidding. No well, kidding, man. The guy who had the, tw- the, the 26-pound turkey, he probably got himself a old turkey because that's just a big turkey to cook it. Ain't but nobody want to eat a big-ass old turkey. We like young turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <You> freak. <laughs> Jeff the Bug Guy joining us this morning. What's up, man? Hey, so you guys were talking about, uh, you know, weird stuff or whatever about the, the turkeys. High drama when it comes to Thanksgiving. What happened to you? Yeah, so um, it wasn't really high drama. It was just a funny thing. But my nephew, he's like 25 now, but he was like five or six. And my, my sister-in-law's in there cooking the turkey getting it prepared to go in the oven, he pulls out the neck, and my nephew runs in, and he goes, is that the turkey's bony? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) His bony. I'm going to start referring to that as as that now. (laughs) I mean, has anybody ever seen a turkey bony (laughs) before? Do do turkeys have bonies? Of course they do. I don't know, man. I mean, I I don't want to Google that on the network. (laughs) The work network, man. I'm going to go to HR jail. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
One of your current commercials cracks me up every time I hear it. And if they use the word foliage, do they work for Reynolds Wrap? Or are they waiters? Hey, leftovers on table three, bring the foliage. I believe the word they are butchering is foliage, meaning plant and tree leaves. Sadly, this flaw destroys the commercial because I can't remember what they're advertising. Anyway, if you need a content editor, I'm your Huckleberry. Message deleted. We have a lot of Arbor fans that listen to the show, apparently, because we have had multiple comments about people mispronouncing foliage as foliage. That's and me. I did that once. I know you did that once. I, you I can guess pronounce it that way. She's from she's from Alabama. It's fine. Yeah, I'm I mean, from Missouri. That's how we pronounce. I it don't there. even say oil that way. It's oil. 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 Like oil. I mean, or I wash. Yeah, wa- wash. Wash. Well, a R in there was not supposed to. Chris, I love how though when they just say things wrong, they just double down. Like that's how we say it. Where I come from. That Foliage? is. I mean, own I it confidently. Right I guess. Foliage. It's easier just to say that's how we say it where I'm from than uh-huh. to admit I can't speak. <laughs> foilage. I think that's what I say. Oh, we foilage. speak just fine. Oh, you do, do you? We do. I speaks good. Please leave a message after the tone. I was probably eight, nine months pregnant. My husband and I were going to an AFI concert, and it was our last concert before the baby came. And we're in the elevator, and a woman and her dude walks in, and she looks at me, and then looks at her boyfriend or whomever, and goes, God, I don't want to be that big. And I just looked at her in shock, and my husband looks down at me like, please don't freak out. And she goes, oh, I just found out I'm pregnant. And all I could do is just kind of smile and nod because if I said anything, it was going to be rude. But then I turned my husband after and I said, that really hurt. Am I just like a ginormous pregnant chick? That was fudged up. Message deleted. I mean, some people gain a whole lot of weight but while they're pregnant, though. still, shut your stupid mouth about it. But like, it is kind are, of scary to But she's got pregnancy hormones, too, going on. She's like, a, you know. And she's also, I mean, you keep that to yourself whenever you get out of, I mean, her verbalizing that is wild. But I mean, if this is her first pregnancy and the thought of your body doing that is pretty wild. But she wait just until should not you have said that. Out of the elevator I agree. and then say that to your significant other. Like people are so ridiculous. My wife was on a cruise actually with your wife. We were all together, Mahoney, on a mm. Disney cruise. And my wife was pregnant on the very first Disney cruise that we went on. And there was some lady that commented in the bathroom. She went, Oh, I didn't know you were allowed to come on cruises when you were that pregnant. She said, Ew. To which. Mahoney's wife, who is a ride or die, went, she's pregnant with twins. That was a lie, but it doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, technically, your wife was not supposed to be on that cruise that I mean, pregnant. Yeah, let's not split hairs with the facts, okay? Yeah, Wait, she so was. she was right? The yeah, lady she was who right. said that? Of course she was right, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> Yes, she got a, she lied it's to her principal. My, she had a fake doctor's note. My wife was going to uppercut that lady. But also valid if you're, she probably was like, hold See, on. But here's the thing, though. I mean, your wife, Shut even your mouth, at lady. nine months pregnant, is right, Dave. Like, you know, she's six foot tall. Yeah. She doesn't look, you know, she's never like that pregnant. How dare you, Audrey? How dare you what? take the side of the, that Margaret from Missouri no, that I was. Mean, it, I mean, she was right. By probably going, oh my gosh, I didn't know that that was a thing. Nah, because she, it she, wasn't she, supposed she's to be being, a she's thing. Being an a-hole, yeah, if you to say ew to anyone, then yeah. that's pretty a hole move. But it's fair, just funny also, that you're mad about something that she was right about. Yeah. I also don't know if she said ew for sure. I just kind of threw that in, in oh, there for did editorial. Add, she also said, she goes, gross outfit too. Like, what, like just add all of the drama to make it to where she was absolutely just the, the evil villain in this story. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay. 
So is it weird to date somebody who has the same name as your sibling? Message deleted. I mean, it is what it is, man. Kind of. No, kind of. Mm. If you yeah, if you I end can... up marrying that person. But and... if they have a really popular name, I yeah. mean, think I... of all of the Hannahs out there. I mean, there's a lot of them. A lot of Jennifers. A lot of Jennifers. A lot of Daves. How many Daves are there? Johns. What if, James. What if, so let me ask you, let me let me flip this around. What if, You've got really biblical brother names. It's all straight from the Bible. All of them, yes. David. It's Jonathan, John. David, Daniel, Matthew. James, and Matthew. Like, it's oh not God. a mistake. It's, <laughs> yes. Oh, I never knew that. Never yes. never put that straight out the Bible, y'all. <laughs> You're just missing Luke. So let me ask you, could you date somebody that had the same first name as an ex of yours? Sure. Oh, yeah, I have. No you have? Yeah. Okay, all the way around, do you think that it would bother a significant other of yours if you had the same name. See, but how often are you calling your wife your wife's name? Like, it's always pet names in my house. What do you like, call your wife? I would, I would like, love baby. to hear this. Hold on. Oh, baby. You know, like 99.9% like, like of the time, yeah. it's like, baby. But could you stop calling my wife Schnookums? It's weird. <laughs> you say Schnookums? Baby. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, are you still keeping up with Cobra Kai on Netflix? Uh, I'm up. I've caught up to the last season. I haven't watched the last season that came out, but uh, outside of that, I've, I think I've watched like four or five seasons of it. I'm a big fan. So the creators of the show said that the upcoming sixth season is going to be the final one. You know, I like Cobra Kai. You know, when it first came out, I run its course though. Admittedly, fell off of it. You know, sure. a couple of seasons ago, and I don't know if I'm really missing anything. It's just one of those shows where. Uh, like my wife's not into it at all, and right. so you know, did she not watch Karate Kid as a kid? No, see, not my wife really. didn't either, and so she has no attachment to you know anybody in that show. Meanwhile, whatsoever. we're just salivating because you know Daniel and Johnny are in this, and you're like, no, no, those are the real ones. It's the same ones from when we were kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, except for they're all old now, <laughs> just like us. But they're saying that there's going to be a, a spinoff of the show. And it's really interesting when you think about, you know, how Cobra Kai came to be. Like, before the deal with Netflix, they were a YouTube show. It was like one of the very first YouTube Red or whatever when that was a thing yep. show. And then obviously got picked up by Netflix. I, You know, I'm I, I'm a fan, you know, even though it's, it's super, super cheesy. It feels like it's a, a soap opera with karate. But, you know, it doesn't take itself serious, which makes me uh, be able to tolerate that. And they're saying that if you are a fan of Cobra Kai, that there will likely probably be some spinoffs with some of the characters that have become the kids, popular. probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, which is even funny because the kids that were on that show are now like thirty three. Yeah, they're not yeah. really that like kids anymore. Uh, so Matt LeBlanc has opened up about the passing of Matthew Perry, and he posted a tribute to his late friend's co-star. Described the time they shared together as the uh, the best of his entire life. Honors the friendship by saying. Uh, he really had a ton of gratitude for being able to share the stage with him and that, uh, you know, he sent the message to Matthew to spread your wings and fly and mentions finally being free. So um, he, he, you know, obviously said, you know, he's never going to forget Matthew Perry and the not. incredible time that they spent together. You know, I mean, you think about that was one of the biggest shows on television and they were the first kind of group to collectively bargain together to make them all, you know, extraordinarily rich, you know, over a million dollars an episode back in the 90s for each of them. And then the thing that I also loved about that cast is that, you know, they, uh, when they, I don't think any of them ever put their ring or their hat in the ring for best actor or actress. It was always best supporting, you know, so... It's so interesting, you know, when you think about being a part of something that is going to go down in history, you never really know it at the time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you're just sort of living it and, oh, things are going well. And, yeah, this show is popular and sure we're all going to make a bunch of money in this and that. But you never really realize until it's gone that, like, that was the moment where there was something really magical that was happening. And uh, Michael J. Fox also came out recently and was talking about Matthew Perry's generosity. Uh, he revealed that Matthew Perry made a huge donation to his Parkinson's research charity after signing that record-breaking deal with friends. And I love to see wow. all of these people coming out and talking about the good things that Matthew Perry did because we all know that he struggled. Mm-hmm. I don't really care that he struggled. Everyone struggles to a degree. Um, it sucks if that led to the end of his life potentially, but love to see that people are honoring him for all the good that he did, especially when he was at the top of his game. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? These are the days it never rains but it pulls. It's, it's, it's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Alice is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Are you ready to do this thing, Alice? I am ready. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before we make your guess. A couple of lifelines if you need it, but you're looking for the artist and the song. This first one, 610 views. I hear the ticking of I'm lying here to I wonder where you are tonight. No answer on the Okay, was not expecting that, but that took a turn. <laughs> sure did. I was like, okay, you know, this is okay. And Soothing then... and relaxing, and then wow. Oh, Alice, yeah. do you know it? Yes, um, it's heart, mm-hmm. and I believe it's alone. That is correct. Full point. Good job. Well done. Uh, the next one here only has eight views on it. I don't know if you need a lifeline, but like I said, uh, Mahoney and Audrey each available one time throughout this game. Here we go. I get why that wasn't a big viral hit. You know, it was fine. Okay. It was fine. It was sort of like the guy who gets up at karaoke that isn't quite as good as he thinks he well, is. You know, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll give him a little. All right. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Glad that's over. Right. Alice, Next. do we know it? Um, it was hard to hear that one, but I believe it was White Snake. And um, I'm going to go with um, Is This Love? Well done. Here we go on to number three. <laughs> Stop it right there. I Love didn't it. did not hate that one bit. <laughs> Alice, I think you can get some help from Audrey or Mahoney if you need it on this one, but do you know that one on your own? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a lifeline. Does okay. anybody know it? Audrey is Both shaking us, her yeah, head. I yeah. Think. One of your favorite bands, Audrey. It is one of mine, Depeche Mode. 
Enjoy the silence. Full point. Well done. Excellent use of the lifeline. Awesome. Thank you. You're All very right. welcome. So you got two and a half. Audrey is done for the day. Here we go on to number four. It's such a That sounds like it's got seven views. Oh, it's because it does. That, that is a coffee shop of horrors. Awful. <laughs> so bad. And I Ugh. did not even know what was happening until the very end there. I mean, I wish we would have gotten a little bit more. I hope you can get this. That was tough. Yeah, I recognize the lyrics, but I, yeah, I'm having a hard time pulling that one. Um, I might need another lifeline. Mahoney? Uh, at the very end there, it's uh, I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. That is correct. Oh, I was going to guess that, but I was like, I, yeah. Okay. Well, You're so, doing great. So it all comes down to this. You just Thank need you. a half point now on this last one. It's got 28,000 views from the Polka Brothers, so you may know where this one's going. Oh, hell but, yeah. <laughs> all you need is a half point here for the win. If somebody's playing that at a county fair, I'd be out there cutting a rug. Just cutting it right up. Look out. Alice for the win. Do you know it? <laughs> I think I do. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. Yeah, you did it. Well done. <laughs> Great job. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I support local animal shelters. Every pet deserves a loving home. Message deleted. I agree. I don't think that's really a hot take. I think that's wonderful if you're totally into that. And, you know, I saw something floating around yesterday. I think it was on ABC 15's website about how you can adopt especially like elder dogs over oh. Thanksgiving over Thanksgiving break, oh you can foster God. them. And I'm just like, I love an elder dog. Senior so, dogs are the absolute yep. best. I tried whenever um, I, for those of you who don't know, I had a dog named Blue and he unfortunately passed about 15 years old, but I lost him back in November. And whenever I had him, I was just so pro senior dog. I was like, everybody needs a senior dog. They're the best. So I went to my local shelter and I was going to adopt a dog whose name was Handsome. Oh. Do you remember me telling you about I do Handsome? I Handsome. Yeah. He, he was not Handsome. He was anything but Handsome. Horrible looking. I, I mean, eyes that were as glassy. I mean, mm-hmm. they were just, he had not a single tooth left in him. And they would not allow me to adopt him. That's a bummer, man. I know, because... I don't know an, why. I think they took a look at me and they were like, are you? You're an unfit sure. parent. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know why. <laughs> to this day, I'm really kind of, I think about handsome maybe yeah. at least once a month and wondering why I wasn't I, able to get him. I think I, he might have had too many mel- medical issues, honestly. I, I hope he's doing okay, though. He's probably dead, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Like, I, <laughs> that's, but I can still hope. Please leave a message after the tone.
Hey guys, Carlito here, long time listener. The uh, whole, you know, compliment theme and Gigi that you were talking about. This lady that was very attractive one day told me not too long ago that I looked like uh, Josh Brolin. So I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, you do. And I said, but I don't look like him. Come on. And she's like, that's just a nice way of me telling you that you're a really good looking guy. And I appreciated it because, uh, I don't know, I, that pretty much has never happened. So anyway, that was pretty cool. Message deleted. I love that for you. But as somebody who's, you know, gotten a little bit older and maybe the compliments are a little fewer and further in between. I've learned to just not question the compliments. Like, if somebody comes up to me and tells me that I look exactly like somebody that I look nothing like, but you can tell it's a compliment, just take it. Yep. I always say, tell me more. Go on. <laughs> Anything else you would like to add? <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> Don't stop. I need this. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you guys have any simple health habits that have significantly improved your life? I started to drink a lot more water, and now I don't feel so melancholy in the afternoon. And my skin looks good. Message I hate deleted. water. I hate water. We're calling the wrong show <laughs> for health tips. We do a we do a segment called Fast Food Freakouts because I have been to twenty two thousand mm-hmm. McDonald's in the last three years alone. We literally just had the McRib locator guy on. <laughs> You're barking up the wrong tree. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So everybody, and I mean almost everybody, at least of a certain generation, is totally addicted to their phones. Speak for yourself, sir. I am. For and, sure. And I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't feel like you're addicted to your phone? I'm not. You're not. I, I could quit at any time. Can you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're just, you're just choosing yeah. to Choosing enjoy. not to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the biggest study ever done on smartphone addiction reveals the exact group that is most at risk. And what do you think it is? The youth. The youth? I would say probably Gen Alpha because they're the ones who were born with iPads in their hands. iPad babies is what they're going to end up being called as. Um, and what we know them as, I would say probably them. They've never not seen a blue light in their eyes. So it's actually much broader than that. The study found that young women under the age of 40, so not just, you know, the teens so and millennials and, and younger. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, were more likely to develop smartphone addiction compared to men of the same age group and older adults. But this is something that isn't just unique to America because we like to see these studies and we imagine just ourselves. This is all over the world. Uh, Southeast Asia, the Philippines, Malaysia were identified as having higher rates of smartphone addiction than even those in the U.S., believe it or not. So, I mean... Well, I mean, they just had a... I mean, I do believe that because in South Korea, they have video game addiction, side sidestep from what we're talking about right now. But the video game addiction is so rampant in South Korea that they're having actual rehabilitation centers that are being built for this style of addiction. So uh, whenever you're talking about tech and the way that it's consuming our lives, not just in America, like you said, Dave, I'm not surprised. It's funny because you think about some other parts of the world, maybe that, you know, don't have as many resources or whatever, and how addicted so many Americans that we know are to, you know, chasing clout and chasing a certain type of lifestyle, you know, that does kind of seem attainable. But if you are in a poverty stricken part of the world, but you have access to a smartphone, like you're able to see a whole different world. And that's that's a really interesting concept. To I mean, think it's got to have an effect on. I mean, you know that like the phone Especially if you're in a condition where you're you're not living in the best conditions, you know you know you're probably that's probably going to have some effect towards your uh, your mental health. But I mean, you're sure. also one of the things that I know not everybody in this room is pro TikTok, but one of the things that I think that it is giving is an opportunity for people to see, hey, this is exactly what it looks like. 
I would not have ever seen what it looks like in poverty stricken Peru until the other day when somebody was live streaming their the alley in which they live. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I really do think that at least it's a net positive in that. Yeah, but the uh, the addiction is real, and they're starting to be able to like create these scales of like how addicted people are, and so they're starting we to talk. Do? And well, and, and I think that's kind of like part of this, right? Like okay. understanding the addiction, how severe it is, and then after you've established those things, that you can figure out how to treat it. But- it's just it's also funny too because whenever you see a lot of the roles that they place women in, especially whenever it comes to digital marketing and, and social media, because you said forty and under. It feels like it becomes an obligation, especially like we work in media. You know, it feels like social media and content is an obligation. And it's put a lot of times on women in order to be able to maintain those reins. So yeah, Audrey is the official social media director of the Dave Mahoney Morning nah, Show. I just be putting my boobs on the internet. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, it's the only thing that's going to sell around I don't even here. do that. <laughs> I put mine on there. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 